Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Lightning fans, you found the right show for everything you need to know about your favorite team in the NHL. It's the Lightning Insider Podcast with Eric Erlinson. Get ready for insight, historical perspective, interviews, and breaking news that comes from a reporter insider who's got near 20 years on the Tampa Bay Lightning beat. Now for the latest with the Lightning, here's Eric. Welcome into the lightninginsider.com post-game podcast recap. Eric Erlinson here from lightninginsider.com where you can find my written work. This is my podcast work or quick thought recap work. Uh, Again, you're not a subscriber to my site, lightninginsider.com. Use the code podcast, $10 off the first year of an annual subscription. Uh, So again, podcast, when you sign up, when you go to the payment page uh, at lightninginsider.com. Lightning return home from a less than stellar road trip to face the Columbus Blue Jackets. And the final score is probably about what you might have expected. Ends up with a 6-3 victory. Kita Kucherov with a couple of goals, a couple of assists. Victor Hedman back in the lineup after the birth of his son Vigo. Has a couple of assists in the game as well, Braden Point scores. Uh, Nick Paul gets a power play goal. Vlad Nemestikov scores. Ross Colton scores. So it wasn't just the usual subjects that found the back of the net. In this game, there was some balance in their scoring throughout the lineup. It's something that this team uh, needs on a more consistent basis. So they get it tonight with a couple of goals from Colton and Nemestikov in particular uh, in this game. And the one by Nemestikov was a pretty big goal. You know, Lightning jump out to a 2-0 lead pretty quick. And uh, Columbus cuts it to 2-1. And Nemestikov answers that uh, rather quickly with a breakaway goal. Uh, He goes backhand, forehand, back to the backhand before tucking it around Elvis Merz-Leakins. So they get, you know, the offense that you probably expected while facing a team in Columbus that gives up a lot of goals. And look, there's a reason why Columbus is uh, sitting 31st in the league. Uh, Only Chicago has fewer points than the Blue Jackets do. And uh, the Blue Jackets, two wins on the road this year. They're 214-1 now on the road after this game against the Lightning. Uh, They've now lost 10 straight road games on top of that as well. So uh, it's been tough sledding for Columbus this year, uh, as one might expect with uh, some of the injuries that they've had and everything else uh, along the way uh, for Columbus. So uh, the final result is probably uh, around what you would expect, but I don't know if the process to get there is something that necessarily is the way you would have expected it, right? Because, you know, the, the uh, heading into the game, you know, when I asked John Cooper 
in the morning about, uh, you know, facing Columbus here, a team that has had a tough season. Their record is what their record is at this point in the year. But they did beat Carolina the other night, which not many teams are beating Carolina here the last little while. So they beat the Hurricanes in a shootout on home ice. And then they went to Washington. And though they lost 1-0 in that game, they did outshoot the Capitals uh, 38-19. So they doubled them up in shots and uh, and, and, and just couldn't uh, couldn't find the back of the net. And they lose that game 1-0. So against two pretty good quality opponents, they were able to pick up a victory and, and play a, a good, tough game against the Capitals. And, you know, when I asked Cooper that in the morning skate, it's like it doesn't matter who we play. It could be Seattle. It could be Boston. It could be Columbus. You know, we have to respect our opponents. But at the same time, we have to look internally is what he said. We have to look at ourselves and we have to get our game in order. And I can't sit here and say that this was a game where their game was in order. There were a lot of things to like. You know, for the eighth time this year, they've scored a goal in the opening two minutes and 30 seconds of a game. Nikita Kucherov, with a, <laughs> he's got such great hands around the net. A, a beautiful little chip redirection on a pass from Eric Chernak. A uh, minute 50 into the game. Uh, so again, they, they, they jump out front. They make it 2 nothing, and you're like, okay, here we go. This is going to be, you know, what what we expect from this game. This is going to be exactly how we expect things to kind of go. And the Lightning are going to roll, right? And uh, it, it didn't work that way because y- you've got some untimely turnovers, which is something that they're still trying to clean up. You've got some issues and some areas where you have to be smarter with the puck. I I wouldn't sit here and say that this game took enough steps in that direction to make you feel better. Look, they they had to respond from the game in Winnipeg where you give up two five-on-three goals and a four-on-four goal and, uh, you know, not the best effort on the shorthanded empty net goal in that game either. So they did that. They did clean up areas that they want to clean up, but not enough. And, and it's a process. Again, I know at this point, probably a lot of people roll their eyes when they hear the word process. And, you know, for a good period of time, the lighting were were rolling, so to speak, right? I mean, 13 and 3 during a stretch. Now they came during a bunch of home games where they kind of got going a little bit. But this is what happens throughout the course of a season for any team, uh, specifically for teams in Tampa Bay situation that playoffs are expected. That's the bare minimum expectation of a team like Tampa Bay. But you're going to go through stretches of a season to where your game is going well. And then it's going to start to dip. And you might get away with it for some time. You might win some games where maybe 
you're not at the top of your game or not anywhere near the top of your game and sometimes talent can win you the game looking at the game in Chicago last week as an example of that as it starts to for lack of a better term deteriorate or slip that's when the coaches and the coaching staff and the players get a handle on what's slipping and build things back up a lot of times you have to do that through practice and you can watch stuff on tape there's a lot of tape that gets watched in the NHL for sure so there's a lot of that goes on but at the end of the day I I think you have to correct a lot of those things on the ice especially with the number of newer players on this roster Right, So you have to kind of bring them into the fold, so to speak. Get them up to speed. And, I, and I, there's only so much you can do with tape when you're in this situation. And there hasn't been a ton of practice time. You know, the schedule's been loaded up. Uh, they're going to get a break at the end of this month. But, you know, there's probably not going to be a ton of practice time here right now either. Anything but five games in eight days on the upcoming road trip. It's uh, 7 in 12, if you count tonight's game and Thursday's game against Vancouver. And then you've got three games before they hit the All-Star game slash bye week. The end of January, going to roll it into February. So there's not going to be a ton of practice time to fix these things. So you have to take advantage of them when they're there. They had a practice on Monday. They'll practice on Wednesday. After that, you know, they're scheduled to practice on Friday. They're scheduled to practice in Seattle on Sunday. You know, but there's, you know, they're going to have to, because rest is a weapon. You know, if you want to peek into the schedule in March, you know, remember that postponed game against Buffalo was wedged into their schedule in March so that added not just an extra game but an extra set of back-to-back. They're going to have three consecutive weekends in March where they play on Saturday and Sunday. So rest is something that the coaching staff has to keep in mind. So you get to the point of the year now where you really have to balance the rest days and the practice days. And, and, you know, they had two days off. They, They arrived back in Tampa after the Winnipeg game Three o'clock in the morning. I mean, how much of a day off is that Saturday? You know, so they get Sunday off. So technically, two consecutive days off. They practice on Monday, get back to on Tuesday, and look, their legs were there. That's the thing you worry about if you take a couple of days off. And how how do your legs look? How do they feel coming out? And they had their legs tonight. So it wasn't a physical thing, and that's where the mental side comes in, that uh, things need to be corrected in that aspect and just get back to good habits and good details. And this was a step in that direction. It was not perhaps a big enough step. I mean, you saw it on the third Columbus goal. It's, you know, the Lightning kind of broke that game open with some goals in the third period. And then... You have a situation where late in the game, the Lightning are trying to go for a change, and Nikita Kucherov loses the puck 10 feet outside of his own blue line, 
defense has to scramble. Marchenko sends a puck that hits the end boards, comes right back to him, and ends up uh, he ends up scoring a goal to make it 6-3 there. You know, it's a frustrating goal to give up because of how it gave up. I mean, it's a fortunate bounce for sure, but the genesis of that play is you lose the puck right outside your blue line as you're trying to change, and it's going to put you in a bad spot. So those are details. Those are situations where you can't do that in close games. So it's, again, creating good habits. And that was one that Andre Vasilevsky slams a stick, breaks it in half. He's not happy about it. You know, don't know if it was the turnover, don't know if it was he didn't make the stop, don't know if it was the the break off the, the end boards that led to the goal. You know, either way, the goalie wasn't happy with how that all goes out because, you know, he's the one that ultimately bears the brunt of that bad play. And again, not that goalies are fixated especially a guy like Andre Vasilevsky, who has said many times there's only one stat that he really cares about. Did he get the win? But there are moments where you're just angry. And clearly Vasilevsky was angry in that play. So that's that's where things kind of went in this game uh, in, in how the, the process played out and in, in, in the path that they took to get to this result. It's the desired result. It's a needed result. I mean, that's the one thing. You know, I talked after uh, Friday's game against Winnipeg about how John Cooper kind of called his team out a little bit, which he doesn't do very often, right? Called, uh, use words like embarrassing, and that stuff can't happen. So, you know, he, he, he made sure his team was well aware of it. And look, if he's telling us in the media, then he's telling his team something much, much worse in trying to get the message across. And he said it again in the, in the morning, this is, this is a team we have to beat. This is a team we have to beat. They had to. You couldn't lose this game. It's like the Chicago game last week. Couldn't lose that game. And that game was a little bit closer in Chicago than this one was. Obviously it was 1-1 after two periods. This one, you know, Columbus was never, you know, they got within a goal a couple of times, but they were never really in the game. So you weren't, you know, there weren't moments where you felt, Ugh, they might drop this, right? And that's where the domestic off goal comes into play, answering so quickly after Columbus did make it 2-1 in the second period. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Don't be left out. Make sure you subscribe to the Lightning Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else where podcasts are found. Now, here again is Errol. But there's still process to work on. And, and we'll see. This is this is going to be a good test of where the Lightning are in, in terms of 
cleaning up some things, right? Because, you know, this was an Eastern Conference opponent tonight, but the rest of the month, every game is against the West with the exception of one game, and that one game is going to come against the Boston Bruins. That will be on home ice. So you've got Vancouver on Thursday. You're at St. Louis. You're at Seattle. You're at Vancouver. You're at Edmonton. You're at Calgary. And you come home to close out January in the pre-All-Star schedule with games against Minnesota, the Bruins, and then L.A. So why I say this is a good stretch to find out who they are is you're not necessarily really familiar with your opponent on a Western Conference team. Right? I mean, how many times have they seen Vancouver? Remember, look, two years ago, they didn't face the other conference. Right? So last year, they got back to a full 82 and playing every team. You know, so you saw Vancouver twice last year and, um, you know, Calgary twice and everything. But this is where, you know, when you face these Western Conference teams, I think in a lot of times, you do focus on yourself. And you hear that a lot. You know, we don't worry too much about the opponent. We're more worried about our game. And, and I think when you face a Western Conference team, you're, you're, you're forced into that a lot more. Because you do have to focus on your game. Whereas you face the Boston Bruins, well, you know who the Boston Bruins are. You're very familiar with them, right? So you can think about them and, okay, how have I defended Patrice Bergeron in the past? How do we slow down David Pasternak? What kind of space do we need to take away from Brad Marchand? Or Marchand, I'm not sure what pronunciations he's using this week. You know, but you go against, you know, a Vancouver. Okay, we're aware of Bo Horvat. He's off to a, a great offensive start. We know who Elias Pettersson is, but... We don't. We're not familiar with them. We can watch it on tape, but we're not familiar with them. So let's let's really zero in on our game here. So that's where I think the difference comes in trying to build your game back up, trying to build up to your identity and who you want to be, because you're forced to really focus in and zero in on what you want to do, on how you want to play without worrying too much about the opponent, especially when it comes to five on five. You you know, you scout penalty kills, you scout power plays and try and look for tendencies and all that, for sure. And, and you kind of get a feel for, okay, what kind of a system are they running? What's their structure look like? You know, you, you, you try and find ways to maybe exploit it, but you're really kind of looking on yourself. And you know, tonight was a step in that direction, but still more steps needed to go on a consistent basis and and I think that's the next step after that get back to kind of playing who you are what your identity is as a team and then take that next step to do all those things more consistently you're never going to put forth the perfect effort every night it's impossible you can't do it this league is too good you're never going to be that. There's a lot of games. It's a very demanding league physically. So you're never going to be on top of your game for 82. But 
do it on a more consistent basis, and that's where you put yourself into positions to have success. So details, you know, the the uh, uh, second Columbus goal, where it's just a simple cross dump in by Columbus. It's Patrick Line who dumps the puck in across the ice. And Mikhail Sergachev is right there, but he's tracked down quickly by Line. And the Lightning try and, and blow the zone and leave the middle of the ice wide open. And Patrick Line just puts a puck right into that middle area and it's in the back of your net. Right? Like those are those are the mental mistakes. Those are the understanding of how to play on a more consistent basis so that you don't leave that area of the ice completely, completely vacated. Can't do it. So those are the details you got to get back to, you know, defensive zone coverage and, and turnovers and all that stuff that we talk about when you are playing at a higher level on a consistent level is cleaning up those and saw glimpses of it tonight. I look, I thought the first 12 minutes of this game, the lighting dominated. I thought the second period, you know, it's 2-0. Columbus works their way to get it to 2-1. And you can see they have turned up their game a little bit. I mean, the shots after the first period, I think they were 20-6. 21-6 maybe. But Columbus put forth a better effort in the second. So the lighting weren't on top of their game like they were in the first period at that point. So, uh, and then once the game kind of opened up a little bit, they kind of kind of got away from who they are, right? Got away from their structure, and that's how Columbus got their third goal. That's how Andre Vasilevsky created some kindling for the fire. And those are the things that you want to avoid. So, again, steps in that process, steps in that direction, uh, not deep enough into that direction. And uh, they'll try and get into a more uh, rhythm here against Vancouver on Thursday. Uh, A Canucks team that is just up and down, wildly up and down this year uh, on a lot of levels. And... uh, you know, finding the the they're consistent. They're wildly inconsistent this year. A lot of good goal scorers, uh, everything like that. But um, a lot of work that they have to do. Uh, just a programming note here too, by the way. Uh, I'm I'm off. Uh, I won't be around the next few games. Um, that includes for the pregame skate show I do with Chief uh, Thursday, Saturday, and Monday. So I'll miss. The game against Vancouver, against St. Louis, and against Seattle. I'll be back um, going out of town for the weekend for a trip that was planned a long time ago. Uh, so I won't be around for those games. So there's no uh, recap podcast or anything like that that's going to take place. But I will be back for the uh, Tuesday game next Tuesday. Sorry, next Wednesday in Vancouver is the next time uh, that I'll be back um, covering a game and, and, and doing these recaps uh, and everything else. So 
thanks as always for listening, the support. Subscribe to this podcast if you're not subscribed already. Leave that five-star review on Apple. Most appreciated. It really helps out in getting the word out on um, you know what, I, what it is I do here with the podcast. So, uh, again, thanks for listening, and we'll talk again soon. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.